other side of midnight. Local Spotlight. Good morrow, everyone. This is The Other Side of Midnight on 77 WABC. We're going to get into the historic day in Washington, D.C. in just a minute. But first, I wanted to thank you. I got to look at the terrific numbers for the month of December. And we are once again number one in our time slot for the ratings in the category of 12 Plus. That's basically every radio listener over the age of 12. And when we say we're number one, we don't mean we're the number one news talk station. We are number one over any station that's on between 1 a.m. and 5 a.m. Every a.m. station, every FM station, we are number one, period. And I'm happy to see the numbers going in the direction they're going. Not only are we beating everybody, which we've done many times before, but our numbers are up from the previous month. If you look at where we were a year ago, our numbers are up 54%. We've gone from an 8.1 share to a 12.5 share, which in a year is terrific. I recognize the fact that this is solely due to you, your support, your listenership, and your patronage. Either that or the fact that there's nothing else on. Either way, uh, I'd rather be number one than number 50. Meantime, though, I'm sure many of you have noticed these commentaries have shrunk a little bit. They used to be three minutes. Now they're about two minutes. I am working hard on getting that uh, third minute back. I don't know if we're going to be able to, quite frankly, because there are spots sold, which may make it difficult for me to get that third minute back but I'm still working on it. If you haven't already done so, by the way, be sure to join the 77 WABC VIP Club by downloading the app or going to wabcradio.com slash VIP to join. And this week, you'll have a chance to win a WABC leather jacket. Wow, that's pretty nice. There's all sorts of other great prizes that we give away every week as well. So download the app or go to wabcradio.com slash VIP. Beam me up! To be continued... The Other Side of Midnight. Local Spotlight. Good morrow, everyone. This is The Other Side of Midnight on 77 WABC. I know we have a lot of current and former New York City retirees, meaning municipal workers, police officers, firefighters, teachers, sanitation, you name it. And there is going to be a plan introduced today which will be a disaster for all municipal retirees and that would essentially force all municipal retirees into a substandard medical care advantage plan instead of traditional health care. And this is just a tremendous slap in the face to people that have not only worked on behalf of the taxpayers of New York City, but paid into the city health care system for years and made certain career choices with the expectation that they would be taken care of when it came to their health care costs. And now the legislation that's going to be introduced today is poised to screw them. You see, decades ago, when New York City first asked its municipal retirement to switch to Medicare to help save on medical insurance costs, it also made a promise that retirees would be fully reimbursed for any out-of-pocket expenses they occurred. That promise was enshrined into law over 20 years ago. It was passed with the enthusiastic support of all the city's labor unions, including the UFT, including DC 37. And this is one of the few areas where I think the right-wing council members, the so-called Common Sense Caucus, which includes the six 
Republicans and two or three moderate Democrats and the progressive wing of the city council, which doesn't want people paying any more money for health care, are actually going to be united in opposing this change to what the retirees are doing. And I hope they're successful because it's imperative that New York City preserve this longstanding commitment to keep Medicare free, not just for the more than 250,000 municipal retirees who currently rely on it, but for the hundreds of thousands of current municipal employees who one day will also be retired. Seniors on fixed incomes and people struggling to keep up with the rapidly growing cost of living. I'm all for belt tightening, but you can't go back on the promise that we've made to New York City's retirees and to our seniors. I'm glad that the progressives and the Common Sense Caucus are united on this one. Beam me up! To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. Local Spotlight. Well, it looks like we are about to witness a real travesty coming out of Albany. Democrats in the New York State Assembly are set to block Republican Assemblyman-elect Lester Chang from being seated this week after leadership's investigative report concluded he was only a visitor to the Brooklyn district from which he was elected. You see, Democrats control the Assembly, and they had a lengthy discussion about this issue behind closed doors yesterday. Chang was sworn in, but it will be up to the Democrats who control an overwhelming supermajority to decide whether or not he's seated. Most of the Democratic members of the Assembly that spoke to the press have indicated that uh, they don't think he should be seated. You can bet if they try to unseat him, this will result in a court challenge. I imagine Assemblyman Chang would get an injunction to allow him to stay in his seat until it's worked out in the courts. And when it gets to the courts, what happens is anyone's guess. Look, This is ridiculous. You know what Alvin Bragg, Lester Chang, George Santos, and Larry Krasner all have in common? They were all elected! They should all be taking their seats. Now, if you have an issue with Lester Chang's residency, the time to bring that up was when petitions were filed. You don't get to undo an election because you didn't bring the proper challenges in the proper course of time. This is crazy. This is crazy. Uh, As far as the George Santos situation, I've said that's a textbook case as to why New York needs recall. I thought that a lot of the efforts to remove Alvin Bragg and Larry Krasner from office, it looked a lot like political posturing from people that wanted to capitalize politically. This is incredible. I mean, this man was duly elected. There's no hint of fraud. And they are trying to steal this election and keep him from being seated. It's not right. And these guys should not get away with it. Beam me up. To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. Spotlight. While I was away for a couple of days, Governor Hochul actually signed a pretty significant piece of legislation that uh, will actually probably affect the lives of many of our listeners. You know how passionate I am about organ donation. I've been trying to get people to become organ donors, both living organ donors and to pass on their organs once they die. And Governor Kathy Hochul signed legislation into law enacting the New York State Living Donors Support Act. This is the first state 
program in the nation allowing individuals to be reimbursed for the costs of kidney and liver donations. I think this is a great thing. If you're going to be such a generous person and actually give an organ to someone else while you're still alive, why should you be facing any financial barriers because of that? So I think Governor Hochul did the right thing here. I'm glad the New York State Living Donor Support Act has passed. Living donors, as far as I'm concerned, people that donate a kidney like my Uncle John or my friend Danielle, they deserve our gratitude and support. And we should try to do whatever we can to protect them by making sure they're covered for medical expenses and lost income. And I think this could potentially be a model for what other states could do in the rest of the country. And I think it's going to have a precipitous increase on the number of people becoming organ donors in New York. Because as it stands now, New York is one of the last states in the entire country when it comes to organ donation. So way to go, Governor. Beam me up. To be. Continued.